All right, welcome back to the Sticks Golf Roundtable, episode nine. This week we are talking all things match play. This week with the Dell Technologies WGC match play event, we figured it would be fitting to dive into some of our favorite match play stories throughout our career and then highlight some of the most famous ones of all time. And then also we're going to get into a little bit of gambling. Uh, Trey and myself and Rosie all together, we love to gamble on the golf course and we know that some of our listeners do too. So we talk about the ins and outs of our favorite and least favorite golf games. Uh, and maybe you guys can pick something up and bring something back to your club this weekend. But before we get into that, a brief ad read for Swing U. Swing U Premium, the world's most comprehensive golf game improvement app with the industry's easiest to use on-course GPS, scorecard, strokes gained, and stat features. Never second-guess yourself on the course again. Swing U's AI-powered digital caddy provides up-to-the-second wind speeds and takes into account elevation to give you plays-like distances you can trust. Track every shot you hit to develop a completely customized bag mapping so that your digital caddy can provide accurate club recommendations all over the course. Whole Insights act as your personal yardage book where you can take notes and compare yourself against other Swing U users. A detailed statistical portal gives you actionable feedback to help charter your practice sessions. Whether you're on the course or at home, premium subscribers are improving all the time. Join Swing U Premium today and start shooting lower scores. Sticks golf round table number nine. Let's go. Yeah. We're back. We just finished doing. We just the, sat down. We just, <laughs> we just finished doing the tournament recap. So if you haven't listened to that, click back and listen to us chat about the Valspar and the match play coming up this week. A couple other little fun tidbits in there, but uh, round table time. So we are going to talk all things golf. Uh, first topic, Rosie, hit me, dog. Match play. It's match play week. If if you're listening to this, the the WGC match play has probably already started. Um, and I just wanted to take a moment to appreciate how great match play is and how much I love it. Are you guys match play fans? Do you think you favor stroke play more or what are your just general thoughts? I would say that if I'm not playing in a golf tournament, 90% of my golf, I play match play. Yep. Same here. And, and for me going forward, I think 90% <laughs> of my golf will be match play at least. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes you go out and try and shoot a score, but it is just so much nicer knowing you can just scoop it and go to the next team when you, when you've been bested on a par four, it's, it's just a comforting feeling. And then you just put yourself down for a five and then just head, head on. Just put, just put yourself down for both. Four or then... five. You know what? Today, today I scooped up a 12 footer, wrote, wrote a confident four on the card. <laughs> my partner is in, we made four. It's all good. Yeah, That's great. That nice to be on my scorecard. Um, Rosie, uh, any any tidbits of match play we want to get into? Well, I just, um, you know, at the risk of sounding boastful, I I, I just I absolutely love match play and, and my my resume, if you will, my amateur golf resume. It's um, much more favorable if you look at my match play tournament <laughs> accomplishments to stroke play. Um, there's something comforting about 
knowing, um, you know, one bad swing isn't going to take you out or isn't going to be that, you know, um, that penalizing. I love just the freewheeling style of it. And also one thing I think that's really fun about it. um, You're, you you know, you're, you're still, you're, you're always still in the hole, right? Like when you have an eight footer for par and stroke player and stroke play, you're kind of like in the back of your mind, you're like, shit, like, I better make this or it's a bogey. But if I have an eight footer for par and match play and my partner is say in for par, I know that's just an absolute gut punch if I can drop this. So I'm actually excited when I stand over that eight footer to just say like, this is an opportunity to have a hole, but also like upset my, my playing, you know, competitor. And I just think that's kind of, that's a, that's a cool aspect of it. Yeah. I've got a, I've got, some fond and some not so fond memories of match play. Um, I've n- hate to say this, but I've actually never made match play at the stadium. I've, I've struggled very hard to get through qualifying. There's one year. I It's tough. Yeah. One year I, I shot 67 in the first round and was just, I, I had, I had to shoot myself in the so I was, foot. After the first round, he's standing there looking at the bracket. He goes, maybe I'll be two or three. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's trying to plot his way Go through. ahead and bogey my last <laughs> five holes to miss match play by one that year. Where? What golf course? Uh, it was the one up in D.C. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember. I'm, oh, I made oh, match play there. Oh, got it. Creighton Farms. Creighton Farms. Creighton Farms. Yeah. And you know what? Mark Lawrence, if you're listening to this or anybody knows Mark, Everybody should go up to Mark and tell him that he owes me half of that fucking stadium championship. Cause if I didn't bogey the last six holes, he doesn't even get in the playoff to then he was in a six for one playoff, but he got through and winning. If I don't bogey the last five holes, he doesn't even have a fucking chance. So Mark, (laughs) half of that stadium is mine. It's mine. (laughs) You bastard. Put put a little on on the trophy. Yeah. A little asterisk on the trophy. Yeah. I didn't match play that one. Yeah. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I have kind of a funny story about, I, I had a great state am run when I was in college, 2006, no, 2007, uh, Lowe's Island, which is now Trump national in, in Northern Virginia. Um, so the first four rounds, I wasn't even really, I was a little bit outside the cut line and the stroke play portion shot 73, 67. I got hot late, ended up getting, you know, seated somewhere in the middle of the bracket. And the first four rounds I played against a fellow current D1 golfer. And at the time I was kind of poofing it out there about 270, 280. And every body I was playing against in those four matches was out driving me. So I was hitting first and I was driving the ball great. So I was in the fairway. You know, I might have 150, they might have 130, right? And my irons, I was just feeling it. So I was putting the pressure on them. I remember that feeling distinctly. Like I'm hitting first into the green. I'm hitting it to 10 feet, 15 feet all day. Um, And, you know, make my way through, get to the final. I played 53-year-old Pat Talent, who was was poofing it about 250 and rolls reversed. The rolls were reversed and he was sticking it before I got to go. And I was like, Ooh, I've tasted my own medicine and I don't like it. (laughs) I had a very opposite experience. And the only like sort of run I made when I went to the final four, I was playing only mid ams and I was hitting it like 340 that week. So Mm. I was just, I was playing a completely different golf course. Yeah, it was in Virginia Tech. I played uh, a 50 year old mid am in Buck Britain. I played a, guy i can't remember his name but he was like a mid-30s 
Buck literally could not yeah. get oh the ball to the fairway yeah. on multiple of the on, holes. On, one of the, on, on the fourth hole of the day. Couldn't get it to the fairway. I had 110 yards, and he had he had hit it twice before he got to where I was because he hit it, and it got caught up in the fescue because he had to fly it like 260 yeah. to get to this fairway. And it was into the wind, and he just didn't cover it, and it was crazy. So, like, I had a way different experience. And then I got to my semifinal match. I played UVA All-ACC player Jisoo Park, who was hitting it with me, and I was like, oh, well, this sucks. But I really, I really <laughs> enjoyed going second because I could either – like, if they hit a good shot, I could just kind of – to like you know dial up the aggression and try and hit it like go on top of them but if they miss the green i could be like oh sweet just 15 feet 20 feet yeah and then i beat them that way yeah so like that was it was it was nice for me because i was hitting and, fairways and that's a golf course that you can do that on because yeah, the greens exactly. are so they're that week they're they were pretty huge. good but they're not huge yeah. and they're like kind of sketchy so like any they were, they were perfect i thought that they were good that well week. you didn't play for four and a half years oh, yeah. but i, I played one week and it was fucking great. sketchy <laughs> but anyway the greens are small so like if they miss greens i was like if i don't get up and down i can just go to the middle so i i loved going second and then once i was getting out driven a couple of times it, it definitely messed with me but i played good and lost so like yeah. you but uh another another little funny match play tidbit i think we're just going to kind of go into some stories here but um, yeah but my first, so I didn't start playing golf till I was like twelve or thirteen. When by I playing, moved, by playing golf, you mean like trying? No, like ever. I didn't pick up. What? A, I didn't pick up. I mean, I had lessons Dude. when I was like six. Yeah, but like I lived in Australia, dog. I played cricket, rugby, and fucking Aussie rules <laughs> football. You had golf clubs. I did not play one round of golf when I lived in Australia. That's a right. fact. Fair enough. That's a fact. Well, as was your dad told us on the, on the podcast, you weren't allowed to. It's correct. I wasn't allowed to because of some other, whatever, but yeah, so I didn't play golf until I moved to the U S and I started playing when I was like 11 or 12 or 13, like, and, and I was okay. And then when I turned 15, right. Is a freshman year of high school, I guess, but I qualified or I, like I went to the junior match play tournament in Virginia and I, and I made it through. I I played unbelievable. And like for the first, for the first 35 holes, I think I was two under par and I got on 18 and I was like, I can make a nine and still make match play. And guess what I did? Made a nine. <laughs> I still made match play. Outrageous. But because I made that nine, um, I got paired against one of my best friends in the world, roommate Mark, for multiple Mark years, Jr. Mark Lawrence Jr., <laughs> Who has he is the match play record of is, damn near Tiger Woods? Yes, correct. In fact, he, when we talked about that Tiger Woods stat, I said, "Wow, those are almost Mark Lawrence numbers." Correct. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and, and this is this is really funny. I don't think I've ever actually told Mark this story, but Mark didn't know who I was, and I didn't know who anybody there was. I was just a young guy that just like it was my first junior golf tournament. On the really, scene ever he started winning. I mean, truly, like ever. And uh, like Logan Yates, who's another good friend of mine, he ended up being the medalist, and he. So we're going out and there's a playoff for like the last couple spots to get in. One of my good buddies, Fitz Woodrow, we weren't friends at the time, but we met there and we ended up being good buddies ever since then. But we went out and watched the playoff and I was just trying to be one of the boys. And I was walking around with a group of like eight young guys, Mark, and like Logan being two of them. And they were chatting and I was just kind of sitting like kind of off to the side. And, and Logan's like, Hey, who do you play tomorrow? And Mark just goes, Oh, I don't know. Some kid named Tom Crow. I got no idea who he is. I'll probably beat him. And, and, and I have never felt more small in my life. I felt so itty bitty. And I don't think Mark tried to, but I got so in my own head. I was throwing up the night before. I was so nervous. I didn't sleep. 
I mean, it was at this terrible. time, Mark was definitely like known as the best. Oh, Mark was by far yeah. known as the best junior in Virginia. And, uh, and I mean, I pissed all over myself. I mean, I think he beat me seven and six. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even close. Fast forward three years later, I am playing Mark in the finals of the match play at Princess Anne in the junior match play. I had a run was nearly your home course. It's pretty much my home course. And then we both shot 70. We were both one under par going into 17 and I three putted and he was one up and I lost golf tournament, which stung a lot, but he's a great player. And I would he's hate to good, lose yeah. to anybody else, but I the got other, the other, oh, I'm going to say one more best run of golf I've ever had in match play was at that uh, uh, junior match play. And I played against Jimmy Massey UVA. and UVA and uh, again, things were conceded like putts were conceded, blah, blah, blah. I was eight under through 13 holes yeah, and clapped his ass. And I just remember him looking at me like on like 10 T and he's like, dude, can I just like concede at this point? Like, <laughs> this is so dumb. Cause I birdied like three of the first four. Like I eagled, I eagled nine. Um, match play brings it out of you. My lowest, what would have been my lowest tournament round ever was in match play, but the match ended was against Justin Young. I was, yeah. I was eight under through 15 at, at river course. Yeah. Wow. I was six hundred wow. ten. <laughs> but I, I didn't yeah. know you did. I know I didn't know you did JY like that. Holy I, bur- I guess JY. I buried the first four and then drove it to literally a ball length on ten when they moved up to drivable. After he hit it on the green, he was like, "Are you?" He I heard he like stormed off the tee box. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Talk to me the rest of the summer, but we're we're buddies now. But I, uh, I, I just remember like I I I remember I birdied like. Four of the first five, or maybe the first four holes, or something, and then he made a bogey, and then I made a par, and then I birdied nine, and I eagled. No, no, I birdied eight. I eagled nine. I bogeyed a. I bogeyed ten. Okay. No, I bogeyed the par okay. three. I don't know, but then the number thirteen is like a drivable par four that like you don't ever go for. I mean, you can go for it, but it's such a small landing area, you just like don't do it. And so I was teeing up first smoked it right at the flag. I mean, I had 15 feet and then Jimmy gets up there and he's dormy and he blows one out of bounds. He goes, pick it up. And I'm like, well, that's eight under through 13. Thanks to me. <laughs> that's a two. <laughs> that's, that's a two, two on the card. <laughs> Appreciate it, bud. And then just walked up. And that was it. That's unreal. But the, the, that's that, awesome. that's yeah, play does bring out like, it's, you just feel like you have to make birdies and you, and you do. Yeah. Yeah. Or you don't and you lose. But yeah, but that's all I got on match play. But that's one of my, one of my, one of my best breaks in match play was not having to play Mark Lawrence. Um, <laughs> That's huge. That's oh, huge. Mark, uh, success. Fucking you, John. I've never played Mark. Lucky you, John. I've played him like three times. I would have played Mark if I'd beaten old G Sue, but didn't. So I uh <laughs> after this story, we gotta stop talking about ourselves, but hopefully the audience can <laughs> put up with one more. Nice. I uh 20, 2019, I won won my first Richmond City Am, which is a match play event. 2020, I'm defending, and the def- defending champ gets the automatic one seed. So I get to skip the stroke play qualifying round. And How lovely is that? I look on the other oh, side the of the third day. That's incredible. Or I second on, day. So, you know, the brackets come out that night. I look at it. I'm like, oh, my God. I avoided, like, the, the bracket side of death. Like, my side of the bracket, no disrespect, but it had, like, you know, some notable Richmond mid-ams. But on the other side of the bracket, you had Mark Lawrence, Pete Gasparini, Joey Jordan, a couple of your teammates, Tom. Yeah, a couple of my teammates, um, yeah. Jo- oh, Jordan, Utley, Jordan Utley, who's been one of the best mid-ams in the state for years. Um, and I'm, you know, looking at my side and I've got some good players, but not quite that sort of firepower. And um, I'm cruising along. I'm getting through the first few rounds and 
uh, quarterfinals, um, Jordan Utley and Mark Lawrence were both like something stupid, like eight under through 15, eight under through 16. They were both like way under par, but uh, Jordan took him down. And um, and then I think, so Pete Gasparini, uh, who was at the time in between transferring from Radford to VCU, yep. um, and I ended up facing him in the final. And yeah. um, we, we, we had a, just an unbelievable match. He shot... Uh, we both shot 66 when you added up the cards at the end and went to extra, went to one extra hole. Um, he birdied the last, he shot 29 on the back. Granted, fairly easy course, Meadowbrook Country Club in Richmond. It's like 6,500 yards, but um, he shot 29 on the back, birdied his last four holes. I birdied three of the last four. We go to uh, the 19th hole, the, the first hole, and I made like a 12 footer for birdie and, um, Oh, Johnny, he's got, go. oh. got it right here. And that's, that's sorry for the humble brag, but that, that was, was the sick. coolest, that was the coolest match, but that was the coolest golf moment. Really. I, I got to say of my life, just cause it, it, it was like, Oh my God, we're really doing this back and forth, back and forth. You know, it, it was really fun. Um, and yeah. And, you know, like I said, pretty, pretty lucky that, uh, that MLJ got knocked out before I had to play him as well. Well, I, I know we're trying to get off of our own little topic. Yeah. One little tip that I want to say, because I actually just remembered this. The Bobby Bowers. Do you remember the Bobby Bowers? It's a Bowers? great junior tournament. Great yeah, junior. I never if played you're it, from I, Virginia I and you know it. about the Bobby Bowers, great event, one round of qualifying, and then it's just seated Six, match 64 play. players, it's right? so sick. It's so, yeah, 64 yeah. players. It's so Full much field. fun. It's the best. And um, I went out and, you know, shot four or five under in the qualifying and was one seed and was, you know, really excited about it, blah, blah, blah. And there was supposed to be a huge playoff for like, it was supposed to be like nine for one to get like the last spot or something. And ended up some guy made a bogey or somebody made a birdie and then ended up getting in. And, uh, and, or like, or somebody made a bogey. So then a bunch of people got in or a bunch of people, it's just whatever happened. But I showed up on the first day and I was playing against a guy and I don't mean to this come out bad, but I knew the guy just based on his name that he was ethnic of some kind. Like he was like either Indian or Pakistani or something like that. And just based on his name. And then I was on the putting green. I'm like, I don't see fucking anybody that looks like this guy's name on this putting green. So I stay up on the first tee and I'm fucking waiting there. And the guy never shows up. Apparently he just thought that he didn't make it in. So I oh, just man. went out. I just got a buy. Like I just like showed Free up one. and they were like, yeah, like you're good. <laughs> oh, my. And, and so, so I was like, so I was sitting there and I'm like, oh, so I'm not going to play for another fucking four hours. Cause you play th- I mean, 36 holes in a day. And so I just walked nine by myself. <laughs> I just walked nine, played nine holes, hit a couple of putts, hit a couple of chips, looked at some pins, nice. got ready for my second round, you know, made it to the semis, ended up losing to uh, the eventual winner kid that went to go play at Liberty. Um, Isaiah, Luke. Isaiah, yeah, yeah, Isaiah. Am I? Yeah, you're pretty good, but uh, but fun event, but yeah, match plays the best. Match plays the best. I got such a such a bad way of that. So I once tied uh, our buddy Connor Messick in stroke play. We were we were the only two people tied at whatever number we were at, and he, his partner his his match play draw uh wd that morning with food poisoning and i got the wrong end of a keith decker four and three tough <laughs> that's was the biggest i was like you're kidding me that's it was a free exemption to next year that i, I lost I had to go qualify that's a tough scene brutal all right we got to go to our next topic which is a great well i had, I had a couple what do, you got? what do you got he's got a couple more things to share. I, I wanted to just share a couple cool match play stories you know match play really brings out some great 
um, gamesmanship. And uh, I thought it'd be cool to share a couple stories um, that uh, people may or may not be familiar with. Uh, the first one, speaking of Meadowbrook Country Club, Lanny Watkins uh, from uh, Richmond, Virginia, he grew up playing at Meadowbrook. And, you know, Seve, Seve Biaseris in the Ryder Cup, um, you know, was a legendary competitor and and he and Jose Maria Olathebel have the best like duo record of all time in the Ryder Cup. They they were 11 2 and 2 in four ball and foursomes combined. But uh this is kind of crazy. Lanny Lanny Watkins went 4 and 0 against Seve in singles, which you have to know that that drove Seve freaking nuts for the rest of his life. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. And uh, there's a, there's a great story from the Belfry in, in 1985. Um, on the first hole, Lanny had a lengthy putt to win the hole. Asked Seve to move his coin from Watkins' line, and Seve kind of looked at him like, "Are you kidding me? You're like 40 feet away. You're asking me to move the coin." By Lanny's own admission, he hit a horrible putt. The ball ricocheted off Seve's coin and found the bottom of the cup. Let's go. Seve was furious and ridiculously accused Watkins of deliberately aiming for Seve's coin, to which Lanny looked right at him and said, that's right, Seve, I'm that fucking good. <laughs> Golf clap. Golf that's clap unreal. for Mr. Lanny Watkins. Oh, Golf clap for Mr. Lanny Love that story. That is fantastic. We're, we'll go way back for uh, for the next one, and then the final one will be the famous uh, Tiger and Stephen Ames that I know y'all will like to hear, but before, before we get to that, uh, Walter Hagen was kind of the first, like back in the, the teens, the 20s, he was kind of known as the first great match play golfer. He was really scrappy. I mean, he hit the ball all over the place, um, you know, and Bobby Jones always said, you know, it feels like he's in the woods for three shots and then he, you know, somehow comes away with a birdie or par and, um, you know, just really the first guy that was just known for being a gamer in match play. And, um, in fact, he won the PGA Championship before 1958 was a match play yes. tournament, and he won uh, four in a row between 1924 and 1927. So he won 22 straight matches against the best pros in the world in match play. But uh, one, one quick story from uh, from Walter Hagen that I thought was pretty cool. 1926, Bobby Jones was coming off of, uh, you know, Bobby Jones was obviously the best amateur in the world. Walter Hagen was the best pro in the world. So they had a, a sort of exhibition match called the match of the century in 1926. Yeah, yeah. Where was this played? Yeah. You know what? I looked it up and I couldn't find it. It said it was the, get this. It was a 72 hole match play 72 event. 72 hole match. Yeah. Oh my, these poor, these poor bastards. They did. They did back to back 36 whole days and all the only reference I could find on the course was it said the first 36 holes was at Bobby Jones home course. So presumably East Lake. And then it said the, the second 36 was at Hagen's home course, but I couldn't figure out where that was anyway. So Hagen just absolutely dominates Bobby Jones, who was regarded as the best player in the world. And, uh, Hagen 72 hole match, remember, but Hagen goes dormy with 12 to go. So he's 12 up with 12 to go. And, uh, Bobby Jones holds a 60 footer. In all, in all likelihood, moving the match to just one more hole, and uh, Hogan, with confidence, simply smiled and said, "What do you think of What do you think of that? Old Bob might get a half after all." And Hagen then rolled in his twenty footer and the, and finished off the match. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. there you go. 
That's pretty good. Old Bob might get a half after all. <laughs> well, yeah. down. That is good. <laughs> and then uh, finally, the story probably everyone knows to a certain extent, um, WGC. Um, by the way, did you guys know, so Tiger won, he, not so surprisingly, he, he he's won the most WGC, WGC match plays of anyone. Um, he won three, but the first final he made it to, which was the second year of the event in 1999, he lost. Any idea who he lost to in 99? Or, I'm sorry, 2000? Lee Westwood. Is oh, it? Close. Il- oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, 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 Paul Lark. Darren Cl- our, our boy Darren Clark. Darren Clark. 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 How to boy yeah. Darren? No way. Yeah, Darren Clark beat him uh, in the second year of the event, but then he's, he's Tiger goes on to win in Tiger Classic Golf Club. Tiger goes on to win in 03, 04, and 08. Uh, in 08, he beat Stuart Sink eight and seven in an eighteen hole final. That's gross. Stewie but even okay. even more famously, uh, Stephen Ames was asked before. Uh, a match against Tiger, how you know how he liked his chances, and he, he kind of smirked and he said, Anything can happen, especially where he's hitting it these days. Tiger goes on to win the most lopsided match in tournament history, nine and eight. <laughs> the ultimate, the ultimate mic drop comment after his win, Woods was asked if Ames's comment had motivated him, and his response was, quote, Nine and eight. End quote. <laughs> that, is the, that is the best of all time. That's when Tiger was like, I was like, this man is an absolute. That's when Tiger was. Gee. That's when Tiger was Tiger. As yeah, that's good. Was that right before the uh, the whole th- the whole deal? That was right. That, that might have been like that was genuine right. peak Tiger. That was right before the the car and the golf club and the and the whole and the whole the, deal. Yeah, the everything. The, the Nordgren. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um. All right, nice. we 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 gotta move on. We gotta we gotta move on. We have a great topic. Um, we have a great topic here. Let me go back to my other notes. This one says Sam Burns is gonna golf. <laughs> Sam Burns is gonna golf. Um, next topic. Everybody likes to play golf, or everybody that likes to play golf. I'm guessing that you like to throw some. If money you listen around. to this, you gamble when you play golf. Correct. On yourself, and, and we are big proponents of gambling. Can't while play without playing it. golf. Can't play without it. Can't like if if I'm playing golf and I, there's not, I don't care if it's two dollars <laughs> or two hundred dollars. I have some, to play for punishment money. or something. Some dinner, drinks, anything. Trey had a great one the other or a couple or a year or two ago yep. where he played against one of our buddies, Keith Hinton, and he and Alston Newsom played against Keith Hinton, and if they lost or either, either of us one lost, of, yeah, they had to wear. Uh, wife beater and uh, Daisy Duke, Daisy Duke, Jim short or uh, <laughs> Jeans. Jean shorts to play golf. We will also be putting that photo on the podcast. because We have it. Have it Good it's luck. Fantastic. Yep. I have it. It'll go on. Um, the, one of the best bets of all time, they lost. They was, I lost also knew some shot 64 that and day. you I topped did. it into the I hazard on the team to lose. That's pretty funny, yeah, pretty but, funny. Um, but whatever. Yeah. So Rosie, what are some of your favorite or what are, what are your go-to games when you're playing? You've got four good players. What are we doing? Yeah, I'm. I, I'll be honest with you guys. I defer to. There's always g- going to be a, a guy that's more ready to to throw a game out and throw the bet around. And I, I just I sort of like to to go along with it. I do love what we have going at, at Lakeside Park Club, where I'm a member at, which is uh, every Saturday and Sunday. You just throw twenty bucks in the pot, and we got a skins game, and we got you can do a blind draw for um, you get a partner, and we do three six hole matches. So $5 of the pot goes to each six-hole match. Um, 
and it's it's really fun and you know it's it's i love the six hole match thing because you know if you come out of the gate slow you're like all right well fuck it you know we'll, we'll play the next couple holes just get through it and then uh a whole new match starts on hole seven through twelve so anyway I, um yeah like i said i'm i'm, I'm interested to hear the dif- the different games y'all have to talk about um I, i'm like i said i'm a little bit more of just along for the ride and certainly love gambling throwing the, throwing the money around but i'm usually not the guy organizing it Oh, I, well, I'm going to let Trey take the first yeah. stab at this because he's got some notes prepared on uh, some of his favorites and least favorites. Yeah, absolutely. My three, I'll, I'll start with my three favorites. I have Saddam, which is a game we learned in Jackson Hole from our friend Chris Dick. Fantastic. This is one of the best games I've ever played. I, instantly, I, when he told me the rules, I was just hopping around the tee box. It makes it going to be great. So here's what you do. On the first tee box, you flip a tee around and you get a pre, predetermined order. All right. And it goes one through five. And whenever you are Saddam, you are alone. It's your, your score versus the other four in your group. You, whatever you make, you make four, you multiply by four, you have 16. Okay. That's your score. And your group plays combined score against you. So all of their scores count. Everyone has to hold out. You have to have decent players or, or, or have this handicap. Yeah, you have to have, you have to have decent, like, yeah, yeah. So this is this game is phenomenal. So if you if you're the wolf, you're alone and you make a birdie, and everyone kind of botches the hole, you can make a you can make a killing. If you're alone and you make a big number on a par five, like our friend Fitz did, we'll, we're going to head to the ATM because it gets nasty. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 brutal. Think about this, Rosie. Imagine that you make hit it out of bounds on a par five, hitting first as the guy alone, and you make seven. So now your score is twenty eight. All right, let's say we're playing th- two or three dollars a point, and yeah. the rest of your group makes birdie. As, as we all did to our boys, we all did to Fitz. Yeah, and, and so that's and, and you you pay the differential in the points. So we made sixteen, he made twenty eight. What is that? Multiply that 12. by four dollar points. Yeah, to each person. It's bad. It's a tough game. Bad. It's, it's a tough. It's, but it's it's a tough it's, game. it's a great game. You can play with three, four, five. It's it's awesome. My second favorite is just a classic. We played it today. Carts Nassau with yeah. junk. I love I love a good Nassau with some nonsense. Today we played. 10, 10, 10 with $5 birdies, $5 close to the pins. Sometimes yep. we'll play other random stuff in there. Um, it's, it, I love, I love a good. What sort of, spot. what sort of trash do you like? I mean, I always think the sort of the go-to is Sandy Pulley birdie, maybe throwing Barky. I don't know Pulley or Barky. Pulley's inside. What? Pulley's inside. Pol- you say Pulley? Yeah, yeah. Like Pulley's Pulley, no, pulley's anytime you make a putt outside the length. Oh, oh and then and then, uh, and then what is it? Wasabi's. Bark, Barky's if you catch tree and you still make par. <laughs> and then, well, then the, my my favorite is is actually I had a Barky the Saddam, birdie today, which is if you go bogey bunker to bunker, the other team gets a dot. <laughs> um, that's a great one. Love like that. that. That's a good junk. I like to keep it basic with birdies and just like normal stuff. And then, and then a Sevy is if you're in the other, like on an opposite fairway or opposite hole and still make par, that's a great one too. Yeah, that's good. Um, you know, you got uh, the Hogan fairway and green regulation. That's a great one. Um, you mean, there's so much Sandy's are fantastic. You know, it's, it's yeah, you, there's just so much. I like to play uh, just some sort of game and we'll just toss one or two little junk balls on there and they, they vary. And my third favorite is the good old fashioned blitz, which is what we do at Riverfront. So we start my home course. We play, we get anywhere from 20 to 50 guys come out. Everyone throws in 20 bucks. There's a skins game. And then we do four or five man teams, low two balls, low three balls. Everybody's involved. So you just go out and play and you just sort it at the end. That's great. And another one of my favorites is, is Vegas. Um, I fucking hate Vegas. I'll get to that. 
I'll get to that because that's also on my least favorite list. <laughs> Vegas, when you play well and you have a good partner, is the fun, the most fun you can have on the golf course. Vegas is where you play combined score again. This is a ludicrous game when you play it. The way I've played it recently is you play a low handicap, a high handicap. So like each team has a, has, yeah. a, has a scratch and each team has like a five to a 10 and you just play straight up and birdies. So you play combined score. So Tom and I are playing, he makes four, I make four, our score is 44. Rosie, yeah. you and your partner make five, 50, you know, five, five, your score is 55. Just like Saddam, you pay the differential. However, if you make a birdie, the other team's score f- flips. So the, the it goes low, high. So your score is, you know, th- you make Tom makes birdie, I make par, our score is 34. Yeah. Rosie, you make five, your partner makes six, all of a sudden it's 65. Now you're paying 34 to 65. And it gets it gets outrageous. And then you have a dollar amount for points. Yeah. And Jay- yeah, this is why I was excited for you guys to talk about this because I, I need ideas for games. So this is oh, great. Vegas is gruesome. You start with a dollar and just see who your friends are. Um, Jamie fucked, the end of that. Jamie fucked me in this game so hard <laughs> last year. This. So hard last year. The 18th hole at at uh golf and tennis in yep. Jackson Hole. I know it's five. just a very it's a fucking gift of a par five. It is. I mean, it's a gift of a par five for us drivers six can, iron. i mean driver seven iron honestly Sometimes, depends yeah. on the front. i mean like it's so easy and we are way up on the boys i mean we are taking at least 100 and jamie fucking leaves it in the bunker four times yes, must, and makes nine 94 for 95 yeah. i missed a birdie putt. yeah because it would have flipped yeah it would have flipped, flipped 95 was our score and we 95 probably against a 45 or it was yeah. so brutal. It was oh, that's so that's brutal. rugged. And so let me move on to my three least favorite games. Don't mm. ever play these. Um these are just terrible <laughs> games. The these game are some of my favorite games. <laughs> the game Banker. Love Banker. Banker is my least favorite game, mostly because of my time as a professional iron horse. I was just getting just waxed by you want to you want to get the goals of banker? <laughs> I'm about to get into that. I was just getting beat by guys who are just better than me at golf. So that was it was a tough game for me. <laughs> the rules of banker are this, okay. You hit your tee shot. There's an order. Like, to it. Sounds like it's just stroke. Play. There's a predetermined. <laughs> you start with a flip. You start with a flip and someone is the banker. So the banker is playing against everyone in the group in individual matches. And you determine what you play for based on your tee shot. So Tom tees off. He can say single, double or triple based on where he thinks his tee shot is. You must call it in the air. So you can kind of get shafted if you are maybe going to cover a bunker. You say single or double and whatever. But so single, double, triple. All right. The banker hits last. He does the same. So based on his tee shot. So say Tom hits a good one down the middle, as he always does, triple. triple. I hit a good one, as I always do, triple. Now, what happens to me is I don't hit it very close to the hole, and I'll shoot 78 hitting 13 fairways. So I would just get absolutely toasted because I hit every ball 325 down the middle, and I have to just go triple, 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 and I'd lose. (laughs) I'd just lose to whoever I'm playing. Fantastic. So I just... It's tough. That game is my favorite game because I'll skank it around off the tee, but I'll shoot a decent score. Yeah. And that's why I love the game. So Tom will beat me because I'll, I'll hit it down the middle. I'll have 112. He has 124, hits it to three feet. I hit it to 12 feet. I lose. <laughs> and, I, and I just tripled. <laughs> it's one of my favorite games. Now to my next least favorite one, number two, is nine point. I just think it's a boring game. People always throw it around. I don't like it. It just, it doesn't, there's no, there's no aspect. Whoever plays the best wins. Let's just play stroke play for, for money. Like, Nine point I, I like nine point because it makes you pay attention the whole day. No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah I would say I would say nine point is good when you got three guys and yeah, you're just you can only play with three. Yeah, correct. You're not so and you and your clubs 
I was just going to say, you got three guys, and you're not, I mean, there's days where you're really more, maybe not the case for you you guys, but some days, I, yeah, I want to have some action on it, but I don't need to be like. Yeah, you don't need to be fully exposed. <laughs> exactly. Like, you are fully I, exposed in it's just, no, it's just No, I think it's well, nine points of lax. It is. Yeah, I think nine point is just like, you could just play your own ball and almost forget that you're gambling yes. and yes. just play yes. golf, which yes. I think, which is good. Like some days that's all I want. When you've got, when you're playing $5 nine point and then it ups to 10 and then it oh, ups yeah. to 20. Well, that's different. We're saying we're playing boring nine point is, is boring. Yeah. Well, I don't play boring nine point. What do you guys think about, what do you guys think about Wolf? What are your feelings Wolf's on Wolf? Good. So I like Wolf. I, I like Wolf. A lot of people that don't like Wolf because they, you know, it's it's like a partner game, and if you your partner can fucking screw you over. But I like Wolf because there's so many like little idiosyncrasy things that you can do to fuck with your opponents when you're playing Wolf. Yeah. And then then like that's what I love about golf is you can kind of like try and get into the mind of your playing partner. Um, so I think Wolf's a great game. I always throw Wolf out as like like one or yeah. two on like my top whenever you have an play. odd number. Yeah, I, I didn't put it on yeah. here just because it's so common. Um that's I love I love Wolf. We play it all the time. You and I had a great Wolf time. Do you remember when we played? This is actually a hilarious story. I'll make this super brief. We went and played a 36-hole practice round of a tournament that we didn't play in. Do you remember this? No. We did this at Bay Creek with Nick Brown. Oh, my God. So, and I hit a two-iron to like a foot and a half on it. Oh, asshole. Let's go. I do remember Rosie, that. We, we, we yes. were, do, you remember, do you know the Bay Creek Amateur, the BSGA event? So we, yeah, all, we all, foolishly, foolishly, we're like, your boy, yeah. your boy, Alston Newsom beat me. Uh, yeah, he won that. Yeah, I finished second. I was out in oh, front yeah. after the first day. Yeah. So that, that year, that year, Tom yeah. and I were, we're like, oh, yeah, we'll just go play the bakery game. We're like, no one plays that. Like, yeah, we'll just like, go sign up two weeks before. Well, and I was like, dude, let's just, it's like an hour from where, no, it's like 45 minutes from where Tom lives. Yeah. I was like, let's just drive over. We'll play 36. We'll play like, and we'll just, and we'll sign up for the tournament. Yeah. And we went over there and they're like, oh, like there's like 29 people on the waiting list. And we're like, oh, this okay. sucks. Like, well, never mind. We'll just, we're here. We'll just we, go play 36. We signed up for, for golf. So we, yeah. we went and played 36 with our other buddy, Nick. That's uh, hilarious. New school. And, yeah. and the first 18, I played exceptional. Yeah. And so I, I, I was up a bunch. And so Nick and Tom just decided, all right. We're just gonna play against Trey in the afternoon round. Yeah, and so yourself, Trey. <laughs> I was just alone for eighteen holes. Well, you were up like fifty bucks on yeah. both of us. Yeah. I mean, it's not I, like we're, gonna, we're not like gonna play with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, was I, I alone that? on eighteen? I don't know. I don't I'm remember. But you, pretty you, sure you made, a, you made a saucy eagle, and it just it was it, it was it crushed my soul. It was beautiful. Was Pin was back left. The wind was in off the left. Oh, it was like two thirty over some water. Hit a high hook that just landed in the most beautiful place ever. I remember. And I just stared so, Trey down. I was so time. angry. He was pissed because that pushed. I think I even lost. It's like that. Oh, that, was that, was awesome. yeah, that game can be great. My final least favorite game. Oh, hey, speaking of Bay Creek, real quick. Um, so yeah, I played in that that Bay Creek Am twice, finished second twice. Uh, the f- second time was I finished second to Alston. The year before that, you know who beat me? I don't know if you guys have seen on like Barstool and like Brilliantly Dumb, but the Fat Perez. Fat Perez. Yeah, Nick, <laughs> Nick Stubby. I've played with him twice in VSJ. Yep. The man. I, I had no idea what that was him. Yep. Nick Stubby. Uh, we, we grew up playing a little bit together we were members at the same club for a while but for a while back in the day and he's become a little bit internet famous these boys with rigs now like they were they had the big like brilliantly dumb or bob does sports versus barstool the like a couple weeks ago and then i just noticed the other day like rigs and 
Fat Perez was just like playing in a regular round, just hanging yeah. out, playing in Pinehurst the other day. We so gotta, we got to play golf with Fat Perez. I would love oh, to. Oh yeah, so I, I was actually talking. I was talking to him about that. Uh, he's recently. a player. So, yeah, he's a very legitimate mid amateur golfer. He's a scratch. He's a very yeah. good golfer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the funny. How, do you know how he started just doing? it? He just like one day someone was like, "Oh, you kind of look like Pat Perez," and he's like, "You want to see what I look like if I try and look like Pat Perez?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know the backstory. He didn't always have long hair and a beard. Oh. Um he did. So, that's how I knew him as short hair, no beard. And so I didn't yeah. even recognize him as the yeah. he, he sort of created a, a character for himself and he's absolutely killing it. So we'll, guy. Have, to, we'll yes. have to do a little a little Hopefully content can, yeah, with help him out. That he can help us. Yeah, that'd be I would awesome. love to. I would love to hang yeah. out. That's guy. so funny. I uh, that's incredible. <clears throat> I was watching his follower count on Instagram. I checked it a few times. He went from like 3,000 to like 15,000 in like two days. Over the couple of days, they were hanging out with that. Barstool. <laughs> That's sick. That's how it works. All right. Finally, my least favorite game of all time, which is also my favorite game list, is Vegas. Because you can just you can do simply nothing wrong and get absolutely buried. Like... I, yeah, I, I, it's terrible. The most recent memory, it was one of the first time I played Jupiter Hills. I was low man in the group. I shot 300 par. I lost $350. And that I was just sucks, like, dude. That sucks. I was just like, what happened? Because that my sucks. my partner, who I will not out as my, as, as who screwed me over, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> Pine, Pine Tree member. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know exactly what it is. <laughs> and he's, he's like a two- and the other guy was like an eight and they, we played straight up like the other, the high, like he was the high handicap and I was the low and hit the, we played against a pro and an eight and we just got straight up, just smoked because the eight was just hooping and Alan didn't get, I just said his name. He didn't get enough, he didn't get enough, <laughs> he didn't get enough strokes and we just got so buried and I played really good and it didn't matter because <laughs> yeah. we just kept getting flipped on like four for threes and five for fours. And it was, it was brutal. brutal. Well, um, the one game that, well, it's not really a game. I guess it's just kind of like an add-on to a lot of different games. My favorite game is Hammer. Oh, that's that's more of a Hammer more of a Hammer and Catalyst. Yeah, Hammer is like kind of an addition to a lot of different games. You can play Hammer with like almost any other game. You can play Wolf Hammer. You can no play, laying up famously Wolf yeah, Hammer. Yeah, No laying up Wolf Hammer video. If you haven't seen that, it's a f- free ad for No Laying Up's Wolf <laughs> video. I fucking love that video. It's so sick. I love it. I hope they see this and like that but um we've, we've mentioned way too many other podcasts i know we really have we gotta start tagging them and putting our stuff yeah, we really do. um but uh but i love hammer because it's it's pretty much what it is is that it, you call it it's a, it's whatever the bet you have on the hole it's just the option to double that bet while the ball is in the air yeah and and so and so my favorite way to play it is if you're playing with three people i like to play a game called coin flip so coin flip is everybody gets a quarter and three guys stand on a tee and you flip a coin, heads versus tails. If So you have a dollar amount like already set up. So we're playing for $5 a point. Sweet. So every yep. hole, two points. So basically every hole is worth $10. Um, if the guy who's alone beats the other guys, it doubles. So he wins 20. He wins, uh, um, you know, four points, two from each. If there's a birdie, it doubles. So if the if the, one of the two guys on the other team makes birdie and you don't, well, you're paying four out. And then, but if there's more than one birdie in the group, whether it's on either side and also two beats one. So if two, so all three of you make birdie, it's, uh, and so obviously you can like say hammer, but if, if all three of you make birdie, it 
doubles once, doubles twice, doubles three times, and you lose. So it's it's my favorite way to play golf just because it keeps you like super, super in it all the time. And you always have to be kind of like on the ball and watching everybody's shots because you can call hammer when the ball is anybody's ball is in the air. It doesn't have to be yours. You can't so, do it on putts because you can't do it on putts because the ball doesn't leave. Can you do it on chip shots? Yes. Bump and run, just be like over waiting for him to make contact. Oh my for God. Nine I, had a, I had hammer. a great one. I had a great one the other day. Number one at die. We were playing, uh, we were playing Wolf Hammer. Yeah. And I was about three inches off of the green on number one and in two. In two. And we and the pin was like front right. And like I was like, if I get this anywhere near my landing spots going in. Like anywhere near. And I told my playing partner, I was like, the second I make contact, if I don't blade it, fucking yell hammer. <laughs> and I half boned it and it hit the pin and went in and we were so pumped. It was awesome. You didn't tell awesome. me about that. That's incredible. Yeah, it was awesome. It was fantastic. But uh, but yeah, so hammer is like probably my favorite game just to add on to That's a great the array play. of yeah. other games that you can play. So if you don't use hammer, you should go with your friends, experiment, start with $1. Start with a quarter. Start with a quarter. Yeah, honestly, start with a quarter. Yeah. Things can start get, with a quarter. Start with a quarter, kids. Yeah, things can get really, really fucking brutal. Uh, That's awesome. Down the stretch, but um, I think golf gambling—it's it, like a great way to simulate pressure. It creates real pressure, big time. But big time. one of my favorite sort of adages of of what I like. I grew up playing golf for money before, like I started playing like tournaments that made me yeah. nervous and then like it's a great way to get like this sounds ridiculous but it's genuinely if you're playing golf for money against people who are better than you or equal with you it's just as good as playing tournaments like as far as like competitive absolutely and completely agree it's so funny our our good friends that we pressure is pressure you know pressure is state junior or you're playing with your buddies when you're 15 in a money match with your dad's friends i mean it's Pressure's pressure, no matter where. Yeah. Hey, and there's nothing. There was the Lee Trevino quote that uh, there's there's no pressure like playing for five dollars. Money you don't have. Playing for ten when you got five in your pocket. Yeah, playing for ten dollars and you have five in your pocket. Yeah, that's pressure. I do that more than I should. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's not those numbers, but it's it's the equivalent. Um, But what I was gonna say is our one of our buddies that we grew up playing with, we played college golf. He was like. He's like, yeah, I thought I was gonna be a lot more nervous getting a college golf. He's like, I'm, I'm way more nervous when I'm playing for like 200 bucks against our other buddy who gambles a lot. He's like, I was, I was doing that since I was 15, 16. He's like, when I got to college, it was nothing. And then uh, we had another junior who we grew up with that we got him gambling early. And he, oh my and, god, Cullen! And, yeah. we we like destroyed, <laughs> we destroyed Cullen. And now he he and plays now, tournaments and, and he's like wishing there was some action on it. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a great way to to really see what you got. Yeah, probably probably the most pressure I actually feel these days playing golf is gambling versus tournaments i mean tournaments to me have become fun they're like a bonus part of my life where i get to still compete and play amateur golf but you know win lose or draw it's it's i don't take it too seriously but you got where you show up you you got 300 you got 300 bucks on the line that's that's 300 bucks you don't want to lose the worst for me is when you don't know how much or how or if you play bad how i have to know at all times how much i'm down i'm not saying that but like Have to. If you go play a golf tournament, you spend, like you're gonna play a minor league tomorrow. You spend 250 bucks. If you win, you win money. If you lose, you lose 250. If if you're playing that's a game true. like Vegas, like you had on the 18th hole, you just don't know what you might. Well, lose. that's what I'm saying. But that's why I'm always the one on the <laughs> that's card. What I'm and saying. I fucking know how much no, I'm down. But, I know how much I'm up. Whether you second. know it or not, there's 
if you go make an 11 on the last hole, you don't know that you're going to do that when you tee off. If you yeah, make an 11 on the last hole of your tournament tomorrow, it doesn't matter. You still just lose 250. Yeah, that's true. You might, you might lose. Well, an, you might lose it. I'm just saying you might lose an extra or win an extra amount of money that you just don't know. You never, there's yeah. not a set amount. There is obviously, but yeah, that's true. Very true. Yeah. Very true. All right. All right. By the way, I don't, I don't, I don't really play for $300 very often, but well, just kind of I do here and there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think that I probably play one a month where like it could really yeah. hurt. Yeah. Right. Like I play right. one, one round where like I play with guys that I know are. Yeah. If not better. I mean, if not as good as I am, they're better. And then they always want to play for obviously more money because they, they think they can beat me. Yeah. And you're, and, you're, you're the fish. <laughs> yeah. And I, I am the little fish in, in, in the pond that is Jupiter professional golf. Um, and so, like, the, uh, one a month. And and honestly, this year I've done all right. Yep. I've, I've done pretty solid. I've and when you go hold your own in those games, you know that you can beat those boys that are above you in the pro golf ladder. Yeah. I know I am up gambling this season. Nice. I was up gambling a lot last year. Well, the summer helps me around. Well, no, I'm talking about just in. I like Florida. to pick. I like to pick my spots. When I get a good game, we I ratchet it up. But when, yeah. I, when I, if I think I'm gonna lose, I, but again, it's I only like once a month. I don't it's like one, I like don't. once a month is good enough. Like because that gets the butterflies going. And last yeah, last yeah. last micro segment before we leave. Uh, do you are you guys heavy pressers or light pressers? Big presser. Press every every opportunity every time. Rosie, quick. I I press any point in time. I don't think about it, but when my partner asks if I want to, I say yes. I'm not a presser. I am not a presser. I accept all presses. I like to win when I'm winning, and I like to cut when I'm losing. So I don't. I don't like to press. I will dig I'm myself like three out or four down. I'm like, well, I'm, I don't. This isn't going to change just because there's there's two other holes that are different than the other that we've played. Yeah. So I, I don't like to press. I always just cap my losses, and then I'll just yep, bring them on, bring presses when, I, when I'm winning. I'm like I said, I'm generally not playing for a ton, so I'm like. Screw it. Make it more interesting. Let's press. Yeah. But if it was, if I was, yeah, if I, I see what you're saying. If you're in a position where you're already up um, and it's a good amount of money on the line. No, I, I always take them. I don't, I don't make them. What's the biggest mo- amount of money you press for? I have no idea. I do. I mean, I'm nothing crazy. Probably like 100, 200 bucks. Mine was five bills and Jamie made eagle. <sighs> what a ledge. Jamie made eagle. It was unbelievable. Hold wow. It. No, it was number eighteen. At, at uh, yeah, he made a nine once and fucked me, and then he made a three another time. It did, three. It did really, good. really good. It really <laughs> so you came out ahead on that. That's perfect. One hundred percent, it came nice. out ahead, big time, big time, came out ahead. Nice, but uh, all right, boys. Bye, right, boys. I think that's all we got. Space. But I enjoyed it. I hope everybody else did too. And uh, if you didn't, if you just listened to the roundtable, go back and listen to the tournament recap. If uh, if you listen to the tournament recap and you listen to this, you're my favorite. Thank you. So Come much. back next week. <laughs> Uh, and we'll be back, but uh, I'll see y'all next week. All right, boys. Sounds good. Cheers. Peace. Peace.